Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast, a podcast for healthcare professionals who want to build a profitable writing business. I'm your host, Janine Kalbach. I'm a wife, mother of two incredible boys, labor delivery nurse who created my own profitable writing business back in 2015, and I'm ready to share my secrets along the way with some help from some incredible guests. My goal is to help you open up your creative mind with my podcast, courses, and Facebook group, the Savvy Scribe Collective, to help you build your own profitable writing business. So let's take a listen. Today's episode is brought to you by scrubhaven.com. They are a women-owned small business located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. They have great products and amazing customer service. So if you need a new pair of scrubs, check out their reviews on Google and Facebook and use the code SAVVYSCRIBE and get 15% off your next purchase. That's scrubhaven.com. Welcome to another episode, Savvy Scribes. Today I'm talking all about the six different types of writing that you can do as a freelancer. And I'm going to dive into a little more into each one of them. So let's just dive right in, shall we? The first one is web content writing. I'm going with this one first because this is mostly what I market and what I do. So this encompasses all the types of web writing from articles in which we post through the insiders group, through social media content like Instagram posts, LinkedIn updates, Twitter, Facebook updates. And this is, like I said, the type of writing I've done a lot of. You could specialize in this type of writing when it comes to web writing because you can make it, you know, very SEO driven, which is search engine optimization. You can also specialize in social media management. It takes a lot of time and training to become a really good social media manager and SEO expert, but it really does take the company's outlook to a whole new level. There's also another area of web writing, and that's copywriting. My friend Nikki from a recent episode that I will post in the show notes has a course, as well as my friend Michelle from the Health Writers Hub have courses on these specific types of writing. And these are all on my website, thestabbyscribepodcast.com. And if you click on resources, you can get all of these links that I'm talking about. Because also, if you want to become a social media manager or a um, virtual assistant, Gina Horky has a lot of courses that go along with that. And she's also been on the show. I'll tag her in some episodes um, at the bottom of the show notes. So if you go to our resources page, you'll get all these. The second area is technical writing, and technical writers take complex descriptions from explanations and make them very clear to read, sometimes into layman's term when making things like user manuals for products, such as a new medical device, right? So think about some of the new pieces of equipment you're using at work, and you are using some sort of user manual. Have you ever seen those user manuals that you're like, oh my gosh, thank God they had something like this. This was so easy to follow. That means you had a very good technical writer who was able to make that into a very understandable um, language. 
but all those types of things. Anything you read, you guys, someone had to write it. So this is the type of writing for a technical writer. Business writers, health business writers have a lot of fast approaching deadlines and they're always, they're out in like the news world, right? So they have, you know, also done things like white papers, press releases, pamphlets, speeches, advertisements, and more. This is a specialized area, and many times they are full-time roles, like at a J-O-B, a good old job, especially when it comes to things like upcoming news trends, because they are always having to stay up to date on their practice. So you usually cannot become a business writer per se, like a news-driven writer journalist, because you really have to be on, on it with these types of writing, um, freelancing-wise. The fourth one is newspaper or periodical type of writer. Newspaper writers, they also have tight deadlines because they're always getting the up-to-date information. I have seen a lot of job postings for people to do this remotely. So you can do this remotely. Many of these writers have backgrounds within journalism because they are often producing stories that include things like interviews and cited sources that are live and timely to that specific event or topic. Think about the pandemic, right? All that news that you are reading that is up to date on it that's by a news writer or you know a business writer the other type of writer is an instructional instructional writer <laughs> and these writers focus on education you can create as an educator courses textbooks workshops tutoring materials exam prep materials and i think of my friend deanna and i will um put her show in the show notes her, she owns this the stay at home nurse podcast and she was also a guest on my podcast but she has made an exam prep material for case managers and because it wasn't out there so she was looking to study for the case management exam couldn't find it out there so she created her own I mean how cool is that so if you have an idea for a product too like say you're studying for a test and there's nothing out there create it and guess what? You can sell that over and over and over again. Deanna's living a six-figure life now because of one product. She's living actually in Mexico. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> so then we're looking at a ghostwriter. And what a ghostwriter is, and this is funny because I always think back. I'm like, I don't think I really knew what a ghostwriter was because I wasn't a writer. I was a nurse. So let's look back at that again. Is you know, these technical tech kind of writer terms, we don't really know as nurses. But a ghostwriter, this is someone who writes under somebody else's name. So it would be like, you would write for my website, but it would still say Janine wrote it. And you don't get any ownership, you don't get to say that you wrote it, but they usually get paid higher because you didn't, you don't get any credit. So I wouldn't start with these type of pro projects because you don't get to put it in your portfolio, but later on you can for sure become a ghostwriter and you can write articles, people write books and all sorts of publications. So why do, do you have to stick to one area? No, as a freelancer I've done, let's go back. So we got web content writing, technical writing, business writing, newspaper, instructional and ghostwriter. I have done web content writing I've done a little bit of business writing with press releases. Um, let's see what else. I've done some instructional writing and I've written as a ghostwriter. The best thing to do is to mix up this type of work, in my opinion, because 
you never get bored for, for one. And you kind of get to see what you really enjoy and you don't enjoy. Now, personally, I've done a lot of course writing and a lot of editing for courses and I like it, but I realized like after, let's see, I think I started like nine months into it. I was like, okay, I'm ready to do something different. So that's just me though. Some people do this forever and ever and ever. It's their thing. It's their niche. It's what they love. And so you have to, you know, exactly do what you love for sure. But I think it's cool because when you have this mix, you're able to also, you know, be able to write an article, a one-off article. You can do a big educational course that's a long-term project. You can also have some web and email copywriting as a retainer. You know, that means like ongoing, like you always have this client. They're always paying you like $1,000, $2,000, $5,000 a month, whatever that might be. So you can make that um, very predictable in a sense when you have retainers. So using these different types of models of types of writing, you can always, you know, make it as flexible or inflexible as much as you want. So then you can always do, and this is for all of these, you can always pitch. And pitching for all of these types of writing can increase your client load and eventually turn them into permanent or retainer clients. So I hope this helped you guys kind of jog your memory a little bit or, you know, make you a little more curious about what types of writing you can get into as a health writer. I will talk to you guys over in our collective and we'll talk soon. Thanks so That's much. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.